This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. I was very nervous the first few times, but once I got through it and I was, I knew my product that I was selling and I knew my prices and I knew that I was worth that amount, that's when it really began to work for me. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real life stories of how other photographers run their business and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. My guest this week on the Portrait System podcast is Annette Sundberg. Annette is a portrait photographer in the St. Louis area who shoots mostly seniors. And as far as she knows, she is the most expensive in the area, but she keeps herself fully booked. Annette went from what we call a shoot and burn photographer to changing her model entirely to in-person sales. And she was able to increase her income while shooting less often. Annette goes into depth about the process of how she does in-person selling, and she shares other details about her whole business, and I know you're going to love it. Okay, let's get started with Annette Sundberg. Hi, Annette. Welcome to The Portrait System. How are you? Thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm cold. <laughs> it's so cold here. <laughs> We've had, the, our kids have had um, snow days the last couple days. Well, one was a temperature day because it was like below freezing, and I'm just ready for summer. Yes, us too. Us too. I bet. You're in St. Louis? Yes. Yeah. yeah so our weather. We had a couple snow days. And, yeah. yeah. 
we're pretty similar, I'm assuming, and as far as weather goes. All right. Okay. Let's talk about your photography journey and your business and all things in between. Um, how long have you been a photographer? Well, I've done it all pretty much all my life since a kid, but um, oh, started okay. the business in 2008. So, yeah. All right. So it's been a while. It's been a while. Yes. Have you, since then, so we're at 2024. So if my math is correct, that's like 18 years. No, yeah. 16 years. Oh my gosh. 16 yeah. years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If I can do math. Yeah. Have you, <laughs> like, is, is your business something that has always been like really profitable for you or you know, since, since 2008 or did it take a couple of years or did it take, you know, a lot of years to get to where you're at today? Yes. I would say, you know, you start out like everybody else, just thinking, you know, I was at home with my kid here. I, I can actually do this now. And even if I'm bringing in just a little bit to help, you know, that's better than nothing. And then I can play around with it and have fun. Mm-hmm. And so you take everything in. So I think at first I probably was charging like 50 bucks, maybe, you know, for a family session. Okay. 50 bucks. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Really low. And that was just to get the experience. And I think my website was probably really embarrassing at this point to look back on, but you know, my husband's IT, so he had a whole WordPress thing going for me. So we tried to make it the most presentable we could. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, from there, you know, and then doing weddings and stuff, I started making a little bit more, but just gradually going up the ladder there and all that good stuff, realizing your worth and yeah, you know, getting your niching down to where you want to be and all that good stuff. All right. Well, like, let's dive into that a little bit because, you know, before the, you know, before we started recording, you had mentioned that you used to do shoot and burn and now you do in-person sales. And I know there's a lot of people out there. I was the same, like myself included. People are like, you need to do IPS. You need to do IPS. And I'm like, I do. Are you sure? Like, I just, it scared me. I didn't want to do it. It seemed daunting. And I just, I just didn't want to do it. Obviously, when I started, my sales average shot way up and it was really great. But I'm just curious, you know, how did you feel about it initially? Or did you just always feel like sending out the gallery was just a way to go? Like, what was your, your mindset, I guess, before you went to IPS? Let's start there. Well, I, I'm not a salesperson. So I didn't want to have to sell to people. I didn't want to have to sit in front of people and have to mm-hmm. try to sell myself or uh, try to get them to buy stuff. I just didn't feel comfortable and didn't have really self-value at that point yet. Didn't really know how to explain to people why it's so important to have something tangible in their hands. Mm-hmm. Once I could realize my value, like how that brings value to your clients, that's when I was able to really kind of get over that fear. And then once I started doing it and continually doing it, it just, it started to become easier. And then once I saw that it actually worked and it was so much better and I was actually finally making an income versus just a hobby, a very expensive yeah. hobby. <laughs> yeah, totally. It, yes. It was a lot easier. Was there like a turning point for you or a like, cause you had said, you know, you still had to figure out your value and self-value and all of that. And we say this a lot on the podcast. Sometimes people don't know that that's what they need until they're, they're really in it and wondering like, why the F can I not raise my prices? Like what is going on? And just, you know, the fear around it all. Right. Uh, right. Like, 
you know, was there a specific turning point for you or did it just slowly happen over time, you know, to get that confidence? I feel like it happened over time. It was not something quick. It was, I started to raise my prices a little bit with the shoot and burns um, and then trying to start adding in, selling the stuff on top of it, um, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily in person. And then I really, really wanted my studio space so that I could learn more and could grow more in order to do that. I needed to make some money. So that's when I went ahead and said, I'm going to do this. So I got the studio yeah. space and I just really started from scratch with it. And I was very nervous the first few times, but once I got through it and I was, I knew my product that I was selling and I knew my prices and I knew that I was worth that amount. That's mm-hmm. when it really began to work for me. When you say you know you're worth that amount, did you like run your numbers or did you just, you know, all of a sudden decide, like pick a number and decide this is what I'm going to charge and I know I'm worth it because like some people say, well, yeah, because I was completely burning out. I realized that this wasn't sustainable or, you know, like wh- where were you at when you were thinking about all of that? Years ago, I did the burnout phase, and I think that's when I kind of started raising the prices. But then when I got to the point of doing the in-person sales, I just knew that, yeah, I ran the numbers in order to pay for X, Y, and Z. I was going to have to make, you know, a certain amount. So then that's when I realized, okay, this is what I'm charging. And I was scared that people wouldn't pay it. But when they actually Mm -hmm. started paying it and they actually loved the products, that's when I knew okay, this is it. Like I've gotten here. I'm good at what I do. I, people value my work and I can do this. Yeah. I know I, I'd say this a lot, but r- like running your numbers is so important. And like, I'm using like quotes, like quote unquote, <laughs> running your numbers, but like we have the pricing calculator on the portrait system, if you're a member mm-hmm. and it is so eye opening. I don't know if you've ever used it, but it is like, <laughs> I mean, it just solidifies everything. It it makes right. you realize this is not about me just, oh, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I want to raise my prices. This is like if I want to stay in business or even grow my business whatsoever and not burn myself out, this is what I need to charge and why. Because I think sometimes people put the blinders on uh, about like the expenses that there truly are and they don't include everything and they sugarcoat it. And it's like, oh, well, I just shoot outdoors, so I don't really have any you know, expenditures because I don't have a studio. No, <laughs> no <laughs> this no, is not yeah. the case. Like, like, I mean, really shooting in a studio, the only extra expenditure is the studio. Right. Everything else is, it's just, it's the same. Um, yep. Yeah. So anyways, I just really, really encourage people to do that because sometimes they can take that emotion out of it and be like, all right, if I want to make $100,000 this year and I want to shoot three shoots per week, this is what I have to charge if I'm going to make that money, you know, right, including taxes and savings and insurance and website fees and, and, um, any sort of outsourcing monthly training, like any of your monthly training, your continued education, yes. your conferences, your workshops, like in order to grow, sometimes you need all that. And um, yeah, yeah, that stuff's covered too. So yeah, for sure. Even like gas to get to and from right. your location, yes. you know, <laughs> cell phone. Like there's so many things that go that go into yeah, it. People don't realize. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Okay. I'll get off my soapbox now. I know I talk about that a lot, but it's so important. So, yeah. Now, St. Louis, are you in St. Louis proper in the, in like a downtown or are you in more of a suburb of, of I'm in a suburb. So I'm about 40 miles west. Okay. So a smaller town. It's not like a massive city. Right. Right. I moved from another suburb that was a little bit bigger, probably about 20 years ago to this small town. There was nothing here but a Schnucks, a Walmart, um, a Walgreens. (laughs) And now we've grown. We got like crazy traffic, all these stores coming in. And so it's getting, we're getting traffic. Yeah. How would you compare yourself if you think about the other photographers in your town? How would you compare yourself price-wise? Are you on the lower end, the higher end, in the middle? If you know, and some people don't yeah. even know this, so if you don't know, that's okay. I've been told this, and I'm probably am the highest-priced photographer, probably because I do the in-person sales, and that there are a lot of shoot and burns, or they're shooting and they are doing some in-person sales, but not really. So they're doing packages with product but they're not really sitting down with them and going over all of it. Um, and their prices are a lot less. So because I'm actually bringing them into the studio and we're going through the images, we're finding what product we want to do with that. By the time it adds up, the average sale right now for me would be 3,500. That's fantastic. Yeah. And most of them are probably by the time they do their session fee and just some of their packages, I would say they're probably about, 1500 would probably be okay. maxed down. So you're over double of what the typical photographer in your area charges. Yes. And you do have clients, though. It's not like you yes. don't have clients because you're the most expensive. Yes. 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 I okay. just have maybe like- a few less, but they, I'd rather spend my time and effort into that than doing, you know, six clients to my one. Right. And, that, and that's exactly exactly what I was hoping you would say is that, sure, you might not have a million clients, but who, you know, if you only need to shoot half as much, but still make the same amount of money or even more, why not, why not do that? (laughs) Well, that's more enjoyable and you don't burn out. So. Exactly. And I think people fear that if they are the most expensive, that they're not going to book clients. And, and right. I, I know how you like how it felt. I remember, and I know, I feel like sometimes I share stories over and over, but they're important. Like when I first started networking and doing personal branding shoots, I knew I was the most expensive in my area by a lot right. in Seattle. And it freaked me out, but I knew my numbers and I knew this is what I had to do to make it worth. And I also knew I was going to give them like really, really beautiful branding images that were going to make them more money in their business. So, you know, once I got comfortable with it and once a couple of people started paying it, I was like, okay, here we go. You know, it doesn't matter if someone else is charging 150 and my minimum is a thousand. It just doesn't matter. Right. Right. But I don't think you'll be as successful as the most expensive photographer in your area if you are not providing amazing service, if you're not at professional standard. That's part of the whole package. I mean, right? You give them the experience. That's part of the Mm -hmm. price tag on it is I'm not just taking their pictures, giving them a USB and sending them on their way and never talking to them again. Yeah, exactly. And making sure to make that connection, that friendship, and um, just really help them not only right then, but in the future as well. Yeah. 
I want to get I want to get more into how you do your your IPS. I think that's really important to hear. But before we do that, tell people what you mostly focus on as far as genre. So my heart is with the high school seniors, but then I also just branched into I shouldn't say I just branched into. I've always done headshots and kind of branding, but it was kind of on the side. And you know they used to call it lifestyle back then, and like now mm-hmm. it's branding. And back then, ten years ago, it was lifestyle photography whether it be for business or what have you. Um, And so now that, you know, with my seniors, I love so much about finding out who they are. What, how can we showcase that? What can we tell in that photo? It kind of led over to the branding because I can do that with somebody with a branding. And then I, that's my heart. That's where it is. So it's just helping people convey who they are, what they're, you know, need to show in their pictures and all that good stuff. Okay, so seniors and branding mostly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so just kind of walk us through the whole experience. So let's 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 hone in on seniors to start. So someone inquires, and I know you said that. Well, okay, actually, you didn't say this, but do you have specific packages from the start? Like when someone asks to see your pricing, what is what does it look like? So when they want to see my pricing, I have you know, your individual all cart pricing, they have their session fees and they have that. And then they have collections. So the collections would include an album, prints, um, like gift prints, their USB with the digitals that they put in that album. So they are getting their full size digitals that some of them just have to have for social or whatever mm-hmm. they want to do with mm-hmm. them. But they are also getting that album. They're getting those prints on their walls. They can add on frame prints, but top package has the frame print in it. Um, and then I do offer a small package for digitals, which is only printable up to eight by 10. So okay. I try to shy away from that. But if I get somebody in there that's like just adamant that that's what they want, they can get it, but it's only for print up to eight by 10. Okay. So when they book in, are they paying a session fee? Are they pay, you know prepaying for anything up front or is everything done in your sales session? So when they inquire, I try to get them on the phone or I have a, some people like to do the text or the email and we have a conversation and I try to get them into the studio for a consultation just so I can find out a little more about them, show them the products. They kind of get a feel for the pricing then because it's in there. But then once they set their appointment up, we, it's a $300 session fee. And then we go figure out what they want to do during the consultation and then the day of the session, there's a $500 deposit towards their order. So okay. that would be applied towards whatever they purchase at the order session, which is typically about two weeks later. Okay. So that's kind of cool. I like the idea of doing the, you know, the $500 deposit because when it comes time, like if their order is $3,000, they only have to pay $2,500 because they've already right. paid that. <laughs> they forget that it's even, they, they even mm-hmm. paid that. So then it's, you know, money yeah. forgotten and it's right. kind of upset right away. All right. So they come in, so they, you know, do their, their deposit. They come in, they do the session. Are you shooting mostly outdoors in studio? Cause I know you said you wanted that studio, a combination of both things or what, you know. So for seniors, for the most part, we will do outside on location. Um, mm-hmm. There are times where it's been too hot or it's rainy or they need a headshot or something. Mm-hmm. I do more of the studio with the model team, you know, come in, we have little themes and we do fun stuff there for that. So okay. that's, 
They use that more for that and headshots, but um, for seniors, it's mainly on location. Okay. Yeah. That's what I figured. I was just curious. Well, looking at your website, that's what made me, what made me think that. All right. So they do the shoot. And then you said about two weeks later, they come back and do the sales session. I want to hear more about your model team as well for seniors, but we'll come back Mm -hmm. to that. I just bookmark that. Okay. So walk us through a sales session because you said you're not a salesperson. Right. So (laughs) like, how do you, and and trust me, I'm not either. Like, how do you structure it when they come in? And and make sure you talk about, because I know you have you said albums and they can do add-ons and that's it. So it sounds like your, your um, like wall art print product heavy. Is that what you think gets your package, your pricing up quite a bit? Or is it through selling other digitals? I feel like my strong sell is albums. That's what I really okay. try to push. And I am okay. doing that not only at the order session, but I'm doing that when I talk to them on the phone in their consultation. And when we're doing the session, oh, this would look great in your album. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to use wordage like, you know, everybody gets an album. Most people get an album. I'm really trying to push that in their brain so that they are prepared. I'm coming in there and probably only get an album. And Mm -hmm. most of the time they do. That pre-selling is really important. And I'm assuming you really like albums if, since you include them and we sell what we love. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I figure. Yeah. All right. Now... You did say, you said that an album is included in not the smallest package, but your other packages. So are you upselling albums as well, like to a bigger album or, because if they yeah. already know they're getting an album within their package, how does, how does that work? So the smallest package basically just has five, like eight by 10 digitals, and then they get five gift prints and then a tribe. Flex, which is, you know, your little folded folio mm-hmm, type thing. Mm-hmm. So I know nobody's really going to get that. That's just, that's there to be there. And yeah. then the next package up is typically, it's more for guys because they don't always get as many image, like senior mm-hmm. guys. So it's a eight by eight and they get up to 20 images with it and they get five gift prints. So I get some of those, but it's the package up that's, you know, not the highest, but you know, and it says most popular on it, but that's where you get the 10 by 10 album. You get 30 images, you get the full digitals with that. You get 10 gift prints um, and then they get the mobile app and the USB. Okay. So that's typically what they go to. And then the highest album has a 10 by 15 albums in it okay. with a lot of the same stuff, but an additional 16 by 20 print. Okay. I know I asked you this before and then I totally went off on in a different direction. But <laughs> <laughs> So walk us through... Someone comes in and they're like, all right, we are here to view the photos. Like take a start to finish. How does this, how does the sales session work? So they come in, um, we sit down, I have a video that we play um, and they, you know, of course get all excited because I have the images on there. Um, I do not show the edited only if they have sneak peeks, they will see the edited images of those sneak peeks, but the rest is unedited. So they, they know that full aware going into it. So they're going to oh, see. Okay. All the unedited images. And so we, they watch the video and then I kind of explain to them, you know, how we're going to go through it. We're going to go through each image. It's yes, no, or maybe Mm -hmm. we can go back through those. Please keep in mind, you know, anything can be removed, touched up. So don't let that hinder you from picking an image. Because a lot of times people will 
Um, they don't know if someone in the pocket can be removed. They don't know mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that we can remove in the background um, that to them is distracting and it keeps them from buying the photo, which is another reason why in-person sales is so important because then they're like, mm-hmm. well, I don't like that photo because of this. Well, that's fine. I can take that out. It's not And that I can't tell you how many times that has come up. Like, I could see the look on their face <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can tell something's up. Like, talk to me. And I'm thinking of a specific person who just, she wanted more volume in her hair. And I was like, yes. okay, what is it about? And she was like, my hair looks flat. And I was like, so if I can give you more volume in your hair, you will love this photo. She was like, I absolutely will love all of them. And I'm like, okay. So then I fixed her hair, you know, added more volume. I stopped my screen share because I always screen, I always do it um, in person, but on um, Zoom, you know. Right. Stop my screen share because I don't want them to see me editing the hair because that's weird. And then really <laughs> quick, come back and say, okay, what do you think about this? And she's like, yep, done and done. I'll take the 20 package. If I had just shipped off a gallery, I never would have had yes. that conversation. It's yep. happened multiple times. Or they have like a lazy eye or yes. know, anything like that that they just don't realize can be fixed. It's, it's interesting that you say lazy eye because there's, even though as human beings, our eyes are never going to be exactly the same size. They're just not. But in a lot of photos, people see one as smaller or bigger than the other and it drives them nuts. And I have fixed eyes. I can't even tell you how many times. And thank goodness for Liquify in Photoshop because you can change that eye size super easily. Yes, it's very easy. Or even just swapping. There's times I've had to like swap a face, you know, when there's more mm-hmm. than one person. So, you know, they just don't yeah. realize that stuff. So that's why it's good in person to have that and yeah, be able to tell them that stuff. Okay. So you do yes, no, or maybe I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then yes. from there, what happens? So we probably go through them about three times. Sometimes we can get through twice, but it's usually... Mm-hmm. Takes about three times and we narrow it down. And usually they're anywhere from 20, sometimes they're up to 50 images. And when they get 50 images, we we stop and say, okay, here's how many images you have. Let's go ahead and, and see what you're thinking about doing. And we kind of go mm-hmm. over the albums, we go over the pricing. And um, when I show the collections to them, I list them from you know highest down. Um, so typically they're looking at it sales-wise. Well, I don't really want this one, but this one looks like in range, but we're going to have to next about 20 photos. So um, then we have to go back through again. And it really kills them sometimes to do that, but they'll mm-hmm. do that versus going down to the lesser package, which is the 20. So that's kind of how I get them in that little pocket that I like with the 3,500 sale. Okay. And then from there, are you just kind of like, okay, that's your package? Or are you also showing the wall art that you have and the albums and trying to upsell from there, or are you just kind of like leaving it be? So I have tried to dabble with having the print, like printing a 16 by 20 print and having it out there. Um, Haven't been able to sell that one yet, but I'm working on ways, trying to figure out better ways to do that, to get to upsell that. Um, And I'm trying to sell companion albums too. So I'm working on that, but hasn't happened yet, but I'm, I'm getting there. What did you say you're working on trying to sell? What kind of album? Companion album. So like oh, gr- for grandparents. Yes. Okay. So if yeah. they would um, purchase it right then, their same exact album, but a smaller one, it would be 50% off. Okay. Um, so that would be a way to kind of upsell and be less work because it's already created. You're just getting a smaller album. 
Right. What kind of um, album options? Like, do you just have this is your your standard cover and this is what you get? Or do you have options for, you know, the different choices? If they choose the cloth or leather or, you know, any of that, they have options of colors. And then they can put on the 10 by 15, they can put the acrylic or the metal. And um, that's okay. their miller. So, you know, you can put mm-hmm. those on it. Um, and then I do have an album in the upper, the highest package that I love is, um, it's by N Photo. And it has like the velvet case and the acrylic top. And it's just a really nice, you know, upscale album. But nobody ever gets it because it's just pretty pricey. But I love it. <laughs> um, but so that's a fancy one. Yeah. I'm wondering, and you may have already thought about this already but i'm think sitting here thinking what if you just did the standard they get like black this is what you get you know whether it's cloth or leather whatever you decide if they want a different color or a different option or whatever this is the add-on for x amount or something like that right excellent in that way yeah i'm just trying to think of different ways that you could that you could upsell yeah that would probably be better you know that way it's like this is the standard we do have options for all these other beautiful albums if you decide you want that, you know, and then just have like the extra add-on pricing for that maybe. I feel like yeah. people might bite Definitely. on that because, you know. Right, because the, the samples in the studio are, well, there's a few with fabric or leather, but they are the acrylic. And so they see that and that's what they, they you know, teenagers especially, they just want that really yeah. cool album. Where if you're giving the option, well, you can do cloth and you can do leather and you can do this color, that color, then, you know, parents are going to be like, no, let's just stick with that. But if it's you either get black or you can upsell, I wonder if that would be, I don't know. I'm just trying to brainstorm here (laughs) how you can just, you know, up that sale a little bit. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. So pretty awesome. And you said your average is around, you said 3,500 right now? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty significant. It's awesome. <laughs> Worked hard to get there. Yeah, yeah. What, well, I was going to ask, what are your, your costs as far mm-hmm. as, um, you know, do you pay a hair a makeup artist or an average cost for an album? And I know this will, I hesitate to even ask you because I know it'll vary so greatly depending on where you live and right. which company you use for albums. But you know, just out of curiosity, like what is an album cost for you on average if, if let's say 30 images go into it so a 10 by 10 that i t- typically get that from millers i would say with i get the double thick pages it's probably out of pocket about 300 once you do okay. you know all the added stuff so it's about 300 yeah, yeah. i mean I, that's another reason imagine if you were charging only a thousand dollars and then three hundred dollars off the top is going straight to the album like there's just no way well if you ever which it's happened where i've had to do a reprint on my Mm -hmm. own mistake Mm -hmm. you're not Mm -hmm. covering that's not covered so then you're out so that's really been nice for it's only happened a couple times in the last three four years but it's happened (laughs) yeah something to consider for sure all right, since you're so senior heavy and you'd mentioned the model team, will you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that and how that works? Yes. So I actually just started it um, because 
I, my daughter is a senior this year. So she has always kind of been my little marketer. (laughs) And with her leaving, I know I need to keep that name in the school. And I need, I need other little marketers out there. So, and a lot of people around here do it. Um, So I've known about it for a long time. And I, with my seniors last couple of years, I've done free shoots with them just for the fun of it. So you always have so much fun. I'm like, well, now it's time to start really thinking about doing a team, keep the name out there and everything. So I started it this year and and it's been successful and the kids love it. So, you know, I only take up to 10 girls. It's a flat out 250 rate, which kind of just covers all the stuff that, you know, like purchase for the shoots or, you know, all that fun stuff. And then we collaborate on fun ideas. We take time and see what they want to do and they come to the studio or we have a really cool one we're doing in spring with um one of the guys from a networking group has this old truck and so we're going to do like a you know boho type shoot oh um, fun at a yeah, park. so fun. it should be fun so yeah just yeah. coming up with all those fun ideas it's good for yeah. them and they they have a lot of fun they giggle um they got pictures to share it's just it's a good bonding experience for them yeah, there's something like I I've heard of people doing where the girls get in or the boys either get they get incentives or for booking people or that sort of thing. Is that something you do or is it more just word of mouth, you know, sharing of pictures, things like that? Yeah, I'm hoping it's just going to be word of mouth. So I, you know, I haven't really got into that yet, but I just because I don't want them to feel like they have to do anything. I want them right. to be happy, having fun, and you know, spread my name because they want to. Yeah. And so far that's happened. So that's kind of, I don't want them to have to feel salesy um, since I don't like to do sales. Yes. (laughs) I don't want them to feel that way. So I want them to just have fun. That's my main goal is they can have fun and then spread the word. Um, Yeah, for sure. That's what they've been doing so far. All right. So average sale of 3,500 now. Do you feel like it was, you know, once everything clicked, has it been easy along the way? Or were, did you have any sort of struggles, you know, that might be helpful for people to hear about? I would say just the main struggles are when you get burnout, right? Mm-hmm. Or like you start out, you're doing everything. So once you, you're doing everything and you're, you are, you're trying to do a million shoots and you're not making money, that's where the problem lies with a lot of us. And then we don't want to do our craft anymore because we just, what we loved, it's not what we love anymore. Yeah. So the key for me was a finding out what I loved. That mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. mixing the weddings because I just, that weddings were not for me. <laughs> yeah. I did a lot of them, but they were not for me. <laughs> um, and just really my heart was lying with those seniors and then really just, concentrating on one area that really had my heart and then from there okay let's just we need to raise the prices so that I can make this work so that I can go and I can learn at all the conferences I can go and I can do these workshops and then with that knowledge come back and take these amazing photos for you yes I'm worth that yes I'm I want you to come in I want to make you beautiful I want you to feel confident I want to have these amazing pictures for you to have an intangible album to have, you know, 20 years down the road. I don't want you to get a disc or USB and just those images go 
unused for years. So. Yeah. Did you get any pushback when you raised your prices or did you, you know, what was your experience with that? I do have past clients that have come back and a sibling might have had a picture and then they come back mm-hmm. and they're, well, that's, wow, that's not what we paid. You know, we paid $400 and got all the digitals. Um, so I have had that and I have slowly kind of worked with them. So I would give them a discount. So they would come back, they would understand that it's now they have to actually purchase a package and I would give them the discount of that 400 off of whatever the package was that they got. And that's kind of how I worked with them. That's yeah. not sure if that's I the like right that. way to do it, but that's the way I did it just because I felt like I needed to give them something for coming back. And that's something that I felt comfortable doing. Yeah. Yeah. There. I like that system and it's something we've talked about a lot on this podcast is for return clients doing something similar to that. And, yeah. you know, it's, I've always felt okay. I felt, well, when I did, once I raised my prices, I, I raised my prices pretty quickly into my business because I knew that in order to achieve my goal of quitting my job as social worker, I had to be charging sustainable prices. Right. But yeah, I remembered thinking, or even if there was a client who wasn't necessarily a repeat, but was on the fence about booking back when I first, you know, had those higher prices, at least it was someone that was going to be in the door that I could give a great experience to. And yes, maybe they got a $300 gift voucher or whatever, but usually a client that comes in even at a discounted rate will turn into more clients because they talk about me in referrals and that sort of thing. Yes. yes. And that's kind of been my experience with that as well. So usually a senior will, a sibling will come in, and then they will spread the word and I get more from that. So, yeah. and then they'll get an additional, like if, if they have another sibling come up, then I'll give them a little bit of a discount on the next, next round. Make it easier. Yeah. Say thank you. Yeah, that's great. I've had multiple uh, siblings, lots of siblings for seniors. In fact, yes. one woman, she has four daughters. I photographed three so far. <laughs> and the next know. one will be this summer for her, her fourth and final senior, but it's fun when you get the repeats. Yeah. Do you, do you ever do any like family photos or anything, or do you try to incorporate more than one session into your? So I do offer when they get their senior session with me within six months, they get a free 30 minute family session um, that they have to use within six months. Yes. So it's, you know, money that you're not leaving on the table. So as in they don't have to pay the session fee, but they still have to purchase the photos. Got it. Ooh, I love this. This is really smart. And I love (laughs) that you put a timeline on it. Yes. That it has to be within a certain amount of time because then that gives you the opportunity to follow follow up with them and say, hey, it's expiring. And, you know, people are going to forget and push it out and push it out and push it out. So that's really smart to do that. Right. Yep. And, and, you know. And that's good because they're going away to college. So it helps get them that lasting image to put, you know, on the wall of the family before everybody splits apart and you can't get them together again. Oh, that's a really good, um, I mean, it, it's, it's true and it's important that, hey, you know, your child is going to be 18 and possibly leaving the house soon. And when's the last time you did family photos? So you've got this free session. I mean, okay, so when you say it's they get this free session fee or whatever, are you 
they they know that they have to buy the photos though, right? They're just getting the Correct. session fee. Like you're okay. Correct. Yes. Yeah. After we're all done, I will send them an email that kind of gives them all the details with it, just to remind them that they get this complimentary thirty minute session, and here's how they can book it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really like this a lot. I think it's super smart. How many people actually take you up on it? Like, do some not? I would say 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Because people, it gets away from them because then they got the graduation. Um, So you do kind of have to follow up with them, but sometimes it's just not in the books. I've had people come later and ask to use it past the six months. And I've, depending on the family, I've gone ahead and done it. I mean, it's, again, it's, you're still going to make a sale off of it. So why would you say no? Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, well, even if it is down the road, it's still it's still money as long as you're not slammed with other things and, you know, if you yes. want to do it. And I t- I'll try to get them to do it during the week, right, versus your weekend so that it's not mm-hmm. taking up my time. I feel like even if you don't shoot families, uh, you could use this with anything. Like, let's say if I did senior photos, I could give the parents, you know, if you want to do headshots or personal branding, right. if you have any need for that. Because, you know, I don't do family photos anymore, but, you know, <laughs> or vice versa. <laughs> That's the only time you I know, do them now is for that. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you know that, the, like, for personal branding, if I know my client has kids, I could give them, you know, here's a free session fee to have your just your kids photographed, either in studio or if they're seniors or whatever, you know, depending. I guess, it, yeah, it just depends on what you want to shoot, but. Yeah, there could this I feel it like could be utilized in mm-hmm. multiple ways. Like if you're doing maternity, here's a free session fee for your newborn or you know, whatever it is. Right. And then they'll continually come back to you. So you'll get that long term client. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I definitely think the key, like I said, is you know, putting that time frame on it and being very clear because you don't want them to think they're coming in for a free shoot without paying anything right. for the photos. Cause I feel like that could get that could get a little tricky if you're not super clear about that. Yeah. Yeah. Get some people upset for sure. How many shoots are you doing? I mean, if, I feel like in Missouri, it's pretty seasonal for seniors. Mm-hmm. Yes. What is your, like right now is, is our slow, slow time mm-hmm. um, for seniors. So I try to do more of the branding headshot during this time. Um, so I've heard sometimes it's summer for me. It is. I, a lot of mine is in the fall. That's when I really get slammed. Okay. In the fall. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I Do you have other friends that do summer? I For mine, it's always in the fall. I get slammed. Yeah. Um, this year, I had about 18. Well, I should say by the end of spring, I'll have about 20 seniors this year. So Awesome. So that's okay. a good amount. And, but it's you always get your late, come spring, you get your late, late people to the game, um, typically senior boys because you know they don't right (laughs) yeah yeah for sure for sure Hmm, very cool like if if you were to look back now to how it was when it was shoot and burn versus now like does do things feel different Uh, I would say yes because I'm actually one I value myself and then two I'm giving people something that makes them happy. There's something different about when you hand that album to them and seeing the mm-hmm. joy in their eye, because when you just give a link or a USB, you don't get to see the reaction mm-hmm. the images. And there's something about that that is just very special. 
Or you're just hoping they're going to post on social media and share them. You're just like, oh, but my client didn't even post anything on social media. Like, like, does it mean they didn't like like them? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it's a different different world. Yeah, it really is. I mean, not only the financial gain, but also, yeah, it just feels good. Yeah, it makes you happy to see everybody else happy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I remember the days of waiting to see, like, are they going to respond? Do they like them? You know, it's just like, yeah. ugh, the worst. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you for sharing all of this. This is so yeah. good. I We don't talk a whole lot about about seniors and, you know, I, I know we talk a lot about in-person sales, but we don't go as in depth. So I, it was, it's very interesting just to hear how you do it and what your process is and, and albums too. I think albums yes. are sometimes forgotten about really great products. That, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I my grandfather was a photographer, so we oh, had all the scrapbooks yes. and all the pictures and negatives and just the memories and flipping through those. I think that's mm-hmm. why I'm so partial to the albums because I remember as a kid going through all this stuff and I loved it. Oh yeah. So I just want those to be passed down and people do the same. Yeah, I think that's really great. And again, you love what you you sell what you love, and if you love right. albums, yeah, fantastic. All right, cool. Well, I still have a couple questions that I always ask at the end of each episode. And the first one is, what is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? I have learned that I like to have my off-camera flash. So (laughs) even if it's daylight, I like to have that cash light in the eye. So um, I hardly ever take a photo without off-camera flash anymore. So, Do you use like a light stand and just kind of put it off? Uh Yep, put it off to the side. Yeah, just get that catch light in the eye. Yep. Nice. Very cool. Is there a specific flash that you love? I I use my 600 or my Gradax AD 600 or 400 outside, and then I get the little 28 collapsible soft box because that's a good size to carry around. I can kind of pop it up and down as needed quickly. Nice. All right. Uh, Question number two is, how do you spend your time when you're not working? In the summer, we head to Mountain Home, Arkansas, and go to Norfolk Lake. We have a spot down there. So that's, in the summer, you're going to find us there all the time. So pretty much like life. But then winter, we're just here with family and friends saying that it's too cold to do anything outside. (laughs) Uh, I know. (laughs) We've been taking our kids snowboarding a lot. and But it was, seriously, there was one day it was like negative 20 wind chill. And I was like, no. Yeah, no, no, not <laughs> <laughs> we have a ski resort here, but um, it's fake snow. So yeah, that's how it is yeah. with us too. Yeah. All right, number three is what is a photography specific product that you would recommend for people to have? I love my Canon seventy to two hundred. I just oh yeah, that's I my go to lens. Yeah, well, mine's a Sigma, but yeah, the seventy. I love the compression that it gives the seventy yes. to two hundred. Mm-hmm. It's heavy though. Does it ever does it bother your back? No, but with the RF, it's um, it's a little bit lighter than what it used to be. So yeah, and with the mirrorless yeah. one. So yeah, the other one was a lot more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. definitely. All right, and number four is what would you tell people who are just starting out? I would tell them to just keep practicing and find what what it is in your heart that you love to shoot and then just really learn that little niche and grow on that. Um, and just don't give up. Don't let it, don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. 
I know because you can. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's always a big challenge when when people around you are saying, "Oh, you can't." Like the naysayers, Sue obviously addresses that a lot. Well, I guess not. Obviously, if you're not a member, if you haven't heard all of your self value stuff, but yes, yeah, it's something that we talk about quite a bit. Is when people around you are saying, "Like, you think you can charge those prices, or you shouldn't quit your job, mm-hmm. or whatever," and yeah, you gotta tune all that out. Yeah. yeah. You, you can totally do it and just, mm-hmm. yeah, just really put yourself all in. Yeah. Okay. And where can people find you online? They can find me on Facebook, um, Instagram, TikTok occasionally, <laughs> um, and then at my, my website. What's your website and the handle, just so they know? It's sunbergphotography.com. And then any of the others are at Sunberg. Sunberg's with a S, right? Sunberg's. Plural? No, just Sunberg no, Photography. Okay. Sunberg Photography. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And it's like that on Instagram too, Sunberg Photography? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure so people could find you. Yeah. No, awesome. you're good. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> the emails with the S on the end of it. So. <laughs> okay. That's why. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thanks, Annette. This has been great. Yeah. And will I see you at thanks WPPI? Possibly. Possibly. Okay, I'm cool. getting ready to pack up to head to imaging this weekend. So. Oh, fun. Looking forward to that. And then uh, what do we have next? We have we have a sync conference or workshop conference um, in Florida for seniors. So I'll be at that one. Oh, so, yes, I'm, I'm trying to get them all done this year. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, now that Portrait Masters is at WPPI, it yes. makes it a lot easier. I, it's to, definitely to on my bucket list to try to get there. So for sure. Yeah. Cool. All right, my dear. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yay. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge, plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and eight frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX 100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.